Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny sail here, me buy and trade. What? Hello, and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Monday, October 19th, 2009. This is episode 137, entitled, With Ice Flow and Cowboy. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me today is my co-host, Asheo. Good morning, Asheo. Good morning, Aprilian. How are you this? I'm wonderful. How are you today? Oh, excellent. Good. My Monday's over. Yours is just beginning. Yeah. Well, it's my day off, so it's not really Oh, well, that's true. (laughs) You win. I don't do Mondays. <laughs> and uh, we're going to hopefully have Glantha with us later on today. Later on in the episode. <laughs> Our fingers. But today we have a special episode. We have a segment with uh, a couple that plays t- WoW together. Iceflow and Cowboy. I'm very excited about that. Uh, and we're going to kick it off with... Uh, segment and uh, would you like to read that letter? Sure, why don't I do that? Hi, Aprilian and Show and Glantha. Ice Flow here from Earthen Ring AIE Guild, the best guild in the world. This is kind of long so you can give the shortened version if you talk about it on the podcast. I just got done listening to the episode where you wanted to hear about couples who play together. Well, my fiance Cowboy and I play together, play well together daily and I thought we could give some insight. First, I'll give you my background, then my insight, and his. We met on WoW over two years ago. Holy crap, time flies. I was a troll on a troll rogue, and he was a Tauran shaman. We became friends and then more. I lived in Kentucky, and he was in Nebraska. So WoW became a place where we could spend time, and it was awesome that way. Luckily, now he's in Louisville. Louisville? Louisville. Okay. With me... <laughs> You'll take my word on that. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, who needs S's? With me, and we play all, all the time together. We even got engaged in the grand and in person simultaneously. That's why WoW will always be special to us. So, from Ice Flow's perspective, I love playing WoW with Cow. One of my favorite things to do is to roll alts with him. There's something special about starting on those quests with him, doing the exact same things is awesome. We are both seasoned players, so we know what it's like to do without asking. We seem to flow as one as we, when we roll alts. The sense of oneness is probably what I like most. I laugh at him because he immediately sends bags and goals to his alts, and he laughs at me because I tend to go hardcore on my tunes and, and, live, and live off quest rewards and drops. I feel like playing WoW with him is spending true time with him, which is why we play every day. So for me, WoW is more than a game. It has strong sentimental meaning to me. I also love to raid with him, whether he's tanking the faces of mobs on his pelly tank kukai or healing, and I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it, or he's healing pew-pewing on cowboy. He's so talented, it makes me smile. He also makes me feel good when I raid and that I'm worth it. 
Plus, he doesn't roll on gear. If I get a high roll, he's pretty awesome that way. Cowboy's perspective. For me, wow. Uh, for, uh, let me start again. Wow for me turned from an escape from life to a pastime that I enjoy playing with ice flow. Beforehand, Wow was an escape from issues that were going on in life until I met Iceflow on a new server where we both just happened to re-roll after Burning Crusade came out. I love playing Wow with Ice and spending time with her. Many couples spend time doing other stuff and we choose to use our time playing Wow and doing things rather than doing things outside the game. Uh, and doing things outside the game. A lot of times people ask me how have I... Oh, I'm really stuffing this up. <laughs> My tongue will start working soon, I promise. A lot of times, people ask me, how have I played the game so long? I promptly answer, it's really easy when you're playing with someone you love and have the same interest. It's awesome watching her tweak her badass rogue ice flow to max out a DPS and having her healing me with her priest's ice prayer as I'm tanking on my pally. When we're rolling ults, it's funny. When we gain a level, we say grats to each other when we ding. It's these things that make well so fun. If I didn't play with ice, I don't know if I'd play as much as I do now. It's really hard to imagine playing WoW any other way. Ice flow and cowboy. All right. Well, let's give that segment a listen now. And, uh, I just want to thank both of them for first for sending the letter and for being on the show. It was it was really fun. Let's have a listen. So today we have a very interesting couple, ice flow and cowboy. Usually when we talk about couples and uh, people playing WoW together, we have uh, a husband who's trying to get his wife to play or, uh, in my case, a, boy, a girlfriend who's trying to get a boyfriend to play. But today we have two players who met and are playing together. Good morning, Remnar and Cowboy. I mean, Ice Flow and Cowboy. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so you guys met in game, so that's unique. Yes, we did. So, yeah. I want to ask Ice Flow first. How long had you been playing? Oh, let's see. Before I met him, I had been playing um, maybe a couple of years. Um, before I met him, uh, I was on a server, and then I um, I had transferred I had transferred servers before. That, that was my second time transferring on the server I had met him on. Um, so I've been I, I've been playing for a while. So, what brought you to World of Warcraft? Well, um, so long story, I am a newly minted geek, I should say. I didn't turn uh, geek until like I was 20 or so, and um, I had never played an MMO until I played uh, Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. I don't know if you all remember that game, but that was my very first one. And then I went on to uh, The Sims Online, and then I went to Final Fantasy Online, and uh, just... I had some friends who urged me to try WoW, and I always thought it was too cartoony, but uh, I tried it out, and I loved it. So, so you were on The Sims Online. So was yes. I. I've been there for two years. Wasn't that incredible? I love that. Well, yeah, and the, the studying, and uh, did you ever host a house? Or? No, my friend hosted a house. She had an Alice in Wonderland house, so I always went over to her house, and... Um, they had a Sims radio show that people will, could request songs, and it was it was just fun on there. It was kind of crazy, but it was fun. Okay, and then you came straight from there to World of Warcraft. Uh, no, I went to Sims to find, to the uh, final Final Fantasy Online, Final Fantasy Eleven. Okay. I was there for a good two years, I think, before I moved to WoW. Okay. Oh, excellent. All right. 
And how about you, Cowboy? What's your history on World of Warcraft? Well, um, my history on World of Warcraft is that, you know, I started out playing um, MUDs with our our multi-user domains, which were text-based MMOs. Um, Started doing that a little bit before college, um, and then I went from that. I was hardcore doing that, and I didn't like doing it. The MMOs because it didn't leave room for imagination. But but, um, I had a friend of mine talk me into playing Anarchy Online. But actually, before that, I played um, Assyrian's Call. Oh, wow. Yeah, I played that for probably about six months before they closed those servers where they was really going out of business. Then I went from there to Anarchy Online. And um, I played Anarchy Online for about a year and a half. And then I started playing WoW March after they opened in November. So I'll be five years in March playing WoW. Oh, excellent. And uh, had you ever played with anybody prior um, I don't want to bring up any bad memories, but... <laughs> oh, no. Are you talking about female or male or just uh, yeah, anybody? With, uh, yeah, with, uh, in a relationship. Oh, no, huh? No, this is my first. My first one as well. No. My first and only. <laughs> so you guys met. Tell us a little bit how that happened. Um, do you want to tell it? <laughs> we, we read about <laughs> it in the email about, you know... The- I think oh. we kind of double-team. Um... When um, I know um, from my perspective, the way we met was it was after the release of Burning Crusade and um, they opened up the new servers in January and some friend of my a friend of mine had quit playing. And the way we got him back in was we said, why don't we roll horde on a new server? You don't have to do all the raiding stuff. So we all just started new characters on a whole new server. Um, this was on um, Nordrasil. And then. um we end up getting into a guild called Twisted Brotherhood. And then um, that's where Renee and I met. And it was really just started off as friends and just acquaintance and just really, you know, hanging out in vent and doing they, um, our regular dungeons. And everybody was, wasn't 70 yet, so everybody was leveling. So from my perspective, and that's the story that, that I stick to. But, <laughs> but I'll, let Renee, I'll let Renee go ahead now. Give her her side. Yeah, that's what I, um, I remember. Uh, I realized we had some things in common, and it was just cool to find someone in WoW, you know, who, you know, uh, has the same background as you. And I found out that he went to, to the same college my dad went to. And so we were just talking at that point, you know, we we're just talking. And then one day we ended up talking late into the night. So we were said, hey, why don't we just take this offline? And then we did. And um, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> so you actually called each other, huh? Well, yeah. first, <laughs> first, first, we did I am. I didn't want to think, I was really nervous about uh, talking to him on the phone. So we did I am for a little bit. You said yeah. you had talked in vent, but you were nervous about talking on the phone. Um, actually, we hadn't talked in vent because oh. we weren't really raiding oh. yet, yeah. I don't think. So, yeah. you actually yeah, I kinda, the, I, oh, go ahead. No, I kind of hung away, stayed away from vent. I don't know, I thought that was just too too geeky for me at the time. And, and I, you know, I just didn't have a setup for it as well. So. so, you actually got to know each other in just from typing words. Yeah, we um called it the box. What was it? It, it was just no, a reality box. Yeah, <laughs> a little box of reality. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so then you, you, you I am, and then you talked, and mm-hmm. 
it was yeah it was two years ago and then uh we just and then finally one day i remember i was at uh, i was in school at the time and it was in the morning and uh we called and he was at work and I was in the computer lab and it's the first time we ever talked and I was so nervous. Yeah, I, I was too. <laughs> oh, how sweet. And uh, so then from there you just kept playing together. Yeah, and then um, I went to visit him. Um, I was in Kentucky and he was in Nebraska. So um, I went to go visit him and then uh, a couple months later he came down to visit me and that's when we knew, you know, we needed to be together. So he made his way towards me, and now he lives here in Kentucky with me. Excellent. So, what's your, tell us what a typical day of gameplay is like for you guys. Oh, let's see. Is it doing craft fair? Or <laughs> nothing else is going on? Do the nothing else, and maybe we'll talk about the craft fair. <laughs> All right. So, you're in so, the same room? Yes. Obviously. And separate computers? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Side by side on desks, or uh, no? no we're actually well. We're she's on the left side of the room, and I'm on the right side. Okay. And the in our television, you know, because we watch TV, because we have a lot of DVR going on. Um, we we watch that while we're playing as well. And um, but we're not on the same desk, separate desks, okay. um, se- separate PCs, and it's uh it's a pretty nice setup, I think. So a day in WoW, um, we come in, we do our dailies. Um, if it's not a raiding night, well, if it's a raiding night, we go raid. And then if it's not a raiding night, uh, sometimes we'll play our alts together. Sometimes we'll do our dailies with Cowboy and Ice Floor, our mains. Um, sometimes I can. What are, what are they? Oh, our alts. Oh, no, no, what are Cowboy and Ice Floor? Oh, uh, Ice Floor is a troll rogue, female troll rogue. Okay. <laughs> She's eighty. And um, Cowboy is a Torrin Shaman. He's um, 80 as well. And um, on Sundays, we raid with Not In The Face 25-man group. Okay. And then on um, Tuesdays, no, wait a minute, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we run our other characters, which are Ice Prayer and Kakui, which um, is a priest and paladin in our AMV2 raid group. On Wednesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And do you find that um, you do well inside the? Oh, obviously, you do inside the weight raid group. You're backing each other up, or you're playing kind of. <laughs> oh, we're definitely backing each other up. I know, like sometimes, um, you know, I keep a special eye out for her when um, I see her dip down in a 25 man raid when she's on a rogue, and you know, I throw a, a quick heal and. Pull out of the grave. <laughs> and then um, when I heal him and he's tanking and I have to say, what happened? Your health dipped low and all this. It was, yeah, so we pretty much talk to each other while, while we're rating, so it helps out. Right, okay. And then do you guys ever go off together? Or well, you must? Yeah. Go off together? Um, like, two, you know, just... Oh, yeah, and just do stuff. Yeah, we do that. Oh, yeah. Um, I know sometimes I'm um, like, Last night, to be exact, we were, you know, some people wanted to do some stuff, and we were like, hey, we we really hadn't really spent any in-game time together, you know, so we kind of just kicked back and played our alls that no one knows about, really. Uh, what level are they? <laughs> um, they hit level 11, 11. last night. Oh, yeah. okay. Congrats. 
<laughs> Thanks. So um, we, you told us in your email a little bit about your game style of playing when you do um, roll the low levels. Uh, I was interested because uh, Ice Flow says that uh, she likes to go hardcore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, yes. Um, well, I like to start with no help from any of my main characters, and Kat always laughs at me, but um, I don't get any mail um, from my mains, which means I don't get any gold, any um, help with items or bags or anything, and I just pretty much um, try to stand on my own two feet. And he always laughs at me um, when I do this. But I just, I, I think I feel a sense of accomplishment when I do it that way. So um, that's what I kind of do. And plus, I like to do all the quests. And uh, so that's how I play when I start a new character. Yeah, for, for myself, I guess when, uh, when I think about it, I think of like having access to a car and saying, you know what, I think I'm going to walk instead of <laughs> instead of instead of taking my car <laughs> you know and but, um we've we've learned to compromise like i don't like i don't go as hardcore as if i was if i if, if i was by myself and i don't think he gives me everything because he knows that i like to you know work for myself a little bit yeah yeah and, and, and when when i talk about my characters helping my my alts it's more like i give them bags and I give them like twenty five gold. It's gonna let this to start off with. So right, you got the money. It's yours. You earned it. <laughs> right, right. It's like a little yeah. child going out in the world. Why have them struggle? Exactly. <laughs> they have to earn it first, Aprilian. <laughs> they did by way. It's the birthright. Exactly, birthright. At, at this point, I have to interject and say, Ice Flow, I'm completely on your side. I, oh, thank you. I, no, no, I, I really am. I, I've been trying to do a, a couple of characters on the side from the character that uh, <laughs> April and I started together, and I'm trying to do it with absolutely no help at all because I think it's just it's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of, um, you know, for, for the individuality of the tune, you know, <laughs> which I know sounds crazy because it's, it's just a tune, but it's, uh, it's, I think it's fun to, to take it step by step and, and to, to build it up. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that, and I totally understand. And I think because I've done it one too many times, you know, I've done it. How many you know, times do you think I've done it? I've done as many else as you have. No, <laughs> you haven't. Oh, he has sec- a secret stash of alts? No, I guess you've no. been going for five years. And I've been going for four. I mean, I think I have as many alts as he has in the past. But no, have you, Are you guys mostly Horde, or have you done a lot? Oh, um, I have done one Alliance tune, and that's... It was brief, and uh, it was a. I leveled her all the way up to max level, which was seventy at the time. It was a rogue, so um, yeah, I've pretty much been all horde from the beginning. And then for me, I started out on the alliance side. Um, Ooh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I like playing dwarves. I really like their attitude, you know, because from the whole doing um, the muds and stuff like that a lot of my characters were horde and in in that area it wasn't like you could be a dwarf and so you had to be good you know you can be a dwarf or you can be a dark dwarf 
or you can be evil or neutral. So so I like that aspect where I could be any race, but my alignment, you know, could be evil or or good. See, you go the opposite of your own personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I still like the whole lore behind dwarves and and things and such like that. Well, um, but I'd right, be glad to hear that. <laughs> but right now, I mean, all my characters are horde pretty much. Um, my dwarf that I did start out with five years ago is now a troll. Thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's level eighty. He had eighty probably about a month ago. So who has the uh, the best character? Well, I mean, I have a troll rogue. I mean, it's a troll rogue. You can't get much better than that. But um, he is he is my favorite shaman. So I mean, it's kind of hard to choose. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't play his character though. I'm not really caster type. So I don't know. I mean, heal though. Yeah, I heal on my priest. Um, and you heal opposite. So when you're healing, he's tanking. And when he's healing, you're rogue. I'm DPSing, yeah. 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 Oh. Right. So do you ever uh, argue? Not over the game. Well, sometimes playing? I... <laughs> so um, if I'm not paying attention and if he dies, he blames it on the fact that I wasn't paying attention. But I'm like, no, I was paying attention. You know, you just kind of dip down kind of low. <laughs> Here's a prime example. <laughs> we were in Aldoar, <laughs> and I was getting ready to pull with my tank. And then as I was pulling, she was like, hey, did you see what so-and-so said in Guild Chat? And she was laughing. And then next thing you know, I died. And so what am I supposed to think? <laughs> no, I, you just dipped down really low. That was, that, that was not because of what I saw in Guild Chat. It just was a... Like- it just happened at the same time. It was a coincidence. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah, he just happened to get a big hit that time. That's all. Right. <laughs> do you ever argue? No, I can't really say we argue. We, we have all discussions. Yeah, I don't. I mean, even in real life, we don't even argue that much. So we've um, already been through that. So. Um, I think we've reached a point where we don't argue. We um, sit down and talk about things rather than argue. Yeah, yeah one of our yeah one of our main um, um, models that we do about our relationship is that we give advice. We give other couples is that seek to understand and not to be heard. You know, you know, try to understand the other person instead of trying to make yourself be heard. Which. Which goes great with WoW because he has to see it from my point of view sometimes, from Ice Flow's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> so, any advice to anybody out there who couples that are playing um, want to play WoW with their significant other? Um, if yes, um, it's always make time for your mate. Don't get so involved with everything else that you ignore your own little special me time because that is so important and um, you'll thank me for it later. Definitely, I agree with that totally. Is that you know save you know save the time with you know have a special night or time that just you two do stuff you know in a, in a big guild as in you know AIE you know and we talk a lot in in um chat and everything like that but it's good to kind of pull out and step back and just spend some time with one another in game you know so it's like and it's just it's just nice 
So does anybody outside of uh, Wow well, Wow know about your situation and what do they think about it? <laughs> my parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents, when I told them I met somebody on Wow, you should have seen their faces because they're very, they're very um, old school. <laughs> so even meeting somebody like in a chat room was big for them. If I tell them that I met, uh, I told them I met them, met uh, someone on the game. My dad's face screwed up really tight and was like, "Oh, the game." <laughs> but um, they've come to know and love Jay, and uh, my dad just thinks it's funny that that thousands of millions of people play together. He doesn't understand how that works. He was the type to um, always jump in the hole when he played games because he thought that was what you were supposed to do. So, <laughs> yeah, like um, on the pitfall or anything like that, he thought the um, objective was to jump into the hole. So, um, <laughs> so he doesn't understand the whole game concept as much. But, um, I mean, they think it's funny at first. And some people think it's cool. Uh, so I haven't met anybody who thinks it's just horrible yet. Yeah, I'm, I know um, for me, I mean, people know I met her on the game and. Um, my coworkers know, and they're all just kind of like, okay, and you know, well, cool, and this, and it's weird for them because they know they find they know me first. It's not like when we met him, it's like, hey, you know, my name's Jay, and I met, you know, my my fiance on Wow. You know, they get to know us and everything, and then when they find out, they're like, really, and. You know how people have a lot of the stereotypes about people that play games and right. stuff, and yeah. and it's totally not what they expect. You know, because we're hard workers at our jobs, and you know we're we're not like we go out. You know, we don't always stay in. We go out and we have a good time. You know, so it's really it's really fun watching their faces when they find out that you play WoW and you're not a weirdo. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and the final thing we want to talk about is you have a little news about the final, uh, the uh, outcome of this whole relationship. Yeah, we actually do. Um, uh, Cowboy and I are going to get married in five weeks. Uh, this is this has been a year in the making. Thank you. Thank you. He um, proposed to me last Halloween, actually. Um, so the anniversary dates coming up soon and our wedding is going to be on Ustream um, so for, for uh, all the world to see <laughs> and uh, if you go on the AIE forums there's information in there um, and we'd love to have everybody show up because uh, I would love to show everybody how, how much I love this shaman and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, that I would love to spend the rest of my life with him and so. I hear you guys are registered in Gadgetsan Oh uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I think oh, is it the rather, auction house. The yeah, auction house would be better. Uh, I yeah. am level two hundred and above. Please, thanks. Yes. You don't even have to do that. All I want is a mechanical hog. That's it. Oh yeah, that That's would it. be a great. The only thing on the registry is two mechanical hogs. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that would be Sorry. awesome. You want to add to this before we go? Um, I'm just trying to think real quick. Um, Any questions? You know, David and I have just, well, it was kind of, we had the, an opposite thing from you guys. We just started playing. I've been playing for years, and David's joining me. So I have to say I envy both of you because, uh, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be playing with somebody, and it's uh, kind of funny to also be 
introducing yeah. somebody to the game. So, yeah. David, did it uh, take a lot for Aprilian to um, get you to play, or were you like, okay, from day one? Well, no, I, I've always been a gamer, uh, but I've always been a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of, we actually talked about this on a, on a different podcast, but I kind of got stuck back in the 80s and, and the early 90s, you know, with things like Doom and Heretic. And, and uh, uh, my job takes a lot of time, so these were things that I just, kind of brain-numbing, you know, activities that I had to I would just do over and over and over and over again. So when, when she um, when she introduced the idea of, of getting onto WoW uh, and playing WoW, I was, I was excited on the one hand, but I was, you know, I, I had that hesitation of learning a whole new set of controls, a whole, you know, because the game is very, very complicated. And uh, I, But that being said, uh, it really didn't take too long, uh, probably two or three weeks in, and I, I was uh, starting to feel much more comfortable and... Uh, well, she can tell you whether I'm I'm holding my own or not. I, yeah, I I'm he's I'm doing working a good on it. Job. Yeah, you know we're we're still uh, at level. Oh, we're almost fifty. We're forty-seven right now. Ooh, that's nice. nice. Yeah. So, um, how about housework and stuff? <laughs> awesome. I see. Um, I know the um, what your last podcast or the one before that when you're talking about. Oh, it's so great having a cat. We can just say. Go, you know, have a litter box, and they can go themselves. <laughs> well, we have a dog, so we can't do that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have to interject here. You, on a podcast, you said it was really great having a cat? <laughs> I think oh. she's just been busted. <laughs> uh, oh, look at that. Is that you see, a bird? You see, I, <laughs> the cats are mine. Yeah. Uh, she's like, we just we just locked up, our, locked up ourselves for four days and just went at it, you know? <laughs> So it was great having a cat. We didn't have to worry about anything. I told on you now. See, uh, <laughs> but yeah, housework. Um, if it needs to get done, I'll do it. I'll come home from work. I'll get the bug to clean, and I'll vacuum and uh, and everything. And um, we always have to make time for the dog. He has a regular schedule, three times a day. Um, whatever we're doing, you know, has to stop. So because I mean, he's like a. He's like a child. He's not like our child, but he's like a child. So we have to, you know, tend to his needs too. So um, housework gets done. Uh, probably our house isn't the cleanest you've ever seen, but, you know, it's not yeah, dirty we, we either. Comfortable. It's comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Yes, it's comfortable. Yeah. We like that euphemism. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, you know, I think the table up front is always covered with news and stuff like that but oh um, my gosh <laughs> but you know it's the catch-all table and everything but we you know we kind of we keep it clean you know and we take time when stuff needs to be done we do it you know it's not like well sometimes it's kind of like well, we just don't feel like doing it and even if we weren't playing a game i don't think we would do it <laughs> you know we kind of be like right. it's not like wow interferes with anything exactly although, although on that note i do have to ask a question and, and be honest have you ever called in sick to work together to wow together? People do that now? <laughs> <laughs> um, David, really? How, how could you even think of doing something like that? <laughs> um, I take that as a did, yes. <laughs> did, I mean, didn't you just hear me earlier say that we're hardworking people? Well, I'm a very the, the hardworking answer, person. The, the answer to that is um, no until recently. <laughs> <about that. laughs> yeah. No until recently. Okay. Whose idea I think, was I, that? I think, 
I think it was mutual. Okay. That was a that was a mutual. It was. I think it had been a really late rating night, and it was really cold in the morning or rainy, and we we're just like, you know what? We have not caught in sick in like a year. How about we just do that? So we did, and it was well, worth it. Did you, did you actually put on your, your sick voice? Actually, it was. Uh, <laughs> when we called call those. <laughs> My voice is a little bit deeper. I think it's because I was sleepy, though. <laughs> yeah. You get the call right when you wake up, you know. Yeah, so like, I had like a little nasally thing, a little bit going on, so I kind of looked out. Yeah. And we, honestly, I don't even think we played much that day. We ended up, um, we went and met with the DJ. And- oh, yeah, we did. We did a lot of wedding stuff, actually. <laughs> Now that I think about it, <laughs> but um, well, but yeah, well, we've never has, done that. Just so you know, yeah. well, you call <laughs> oh, this is this like you call them you call them MHDs mental health days. Exactly. You know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so I want to thank you for joining us. I think it's, your story is great, and um, you would suggest that other couples play together, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. It makes it a lot easier, and it helps people, you know, understand. You know, it helps you make understand also. And before we go, if I can give a little shout out, um, the uh, AIE Craft Fair is coming up um, on November the 1st. So if you're an AIE and you want to find a way to help, go, go, go to the forums and all the information is on there. And um, we'll be happy to see you all on the 1st. Are you organizing or you, you're one of the organizers, right? I am one of the captains, and so is Cowboy. Uh, I am the enchanting captain on Ice Prayer, and he is the alchemy captain. Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Have, and you've done this before, haven't you? Uh, I was co-captain last year of the leather working. Yeah, and it's a great fun, isn't it? It is. It's amazing. Well, for those of you who don't know, it's a, a Act does a thing where they bring in materials, bring people together, and it's just one big creating fest and uh yeah so you're gonna love it yep all right and i think for myself i just want to say hi to some other couples that are out there what's up randy and sj <laughs> celtic goddess and paranor alicia and Caleb. hey guys <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of us out there on- it is yeah yeah and it's, it's great to play together it's yeah. really a lot of fun no doubt it is it is Thanks, guys. Been great. Thank, Thank you all so much for having us on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and, uh, keep, all right. Keep in touch. Oh, definitely. Thank you all again. All right. Nice to meet you. Nice Very to nice to meet you, you too, too, David. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so that was great. You know, um, I almost, I'm a little bit jealous, you know, because they've been going at it for so, you know, a couple of years and stuff. And they actually met playing. So yeah. they were already both players when they Plus got together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was so romantic and so so sweet. I have to admit, I got a little bit choked up listening to the story. It was very sweet. And sure. uh and there are they they reminded me that you know, they they did their shout outs and they reminded me that there there are actually you know lots of, of couples, um j- even just in AIE that are that are playing and, and not just, you know, like yourself and David that are Lobu's doing quests. I, 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 for some reason, I'm not sure why. Kind of imagine couples not really being um, raiders. You know, I imagine more like, um, you know, uh, Randy uh, 
you know, with playing with um, Martha. Samantha, okay. and you know, they don't row together, yeah, you know, but they play together. So, yeah, but so for, for couples to be actually, you know, raiding and doing so much together is, is really awesome, yeah. And I, I mean, even in my raid team, you know, Solidar and Astira, husband and wife, uh, a pair that, uh, yeah, and, and if one of them, Solidar had computer problems and, you know, you, you lose one, you lose both. They, they, they play together. One, one of them can't play, the other one won't play. So oh, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it is. And it's a, it's a whole different way of, uh, Playing WoW now, you know, it's it just, I can't even explain it. it. It's different when you're playing with somebody else. It's, you know, because uh, they're right there in the room and, you know, you have a, a good rapport. And yep. to see the, the fact that, you know, Cowboy, they have each other's back, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. I was a little bit worried, uh, during the during the interview there, I was I was half expecting I was waiting for you to offer my gold out to buy the Meccano hogs. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't need two, they only need one Meccano hog. I know, I was gonna passages. say that. Yes. Gee, whiz. <laughs> I guess they'd have to fight over who, who would own it. Who would, uh, yeah, who drives it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So thanks again, Cowboy and Ice thanks, And uh, we're gonna try to get another couple on in the future, you know. And, it's a whole interesting perspective. And uh, if you uh, fine listeners have any questions about uh, how couples play together, you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at g- gmail.com. Or Twitter us on controlaltwow. So that was fun. Um, you know, it's a different perspective. Usually we have the husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend well, usually we have the boyfriend trying to get the girlfriend to play or the yep. husband trying to get the wife to play. And, and You know, I've said it before. It's the Holy Grail. <laughs> and after listening to the wonderful Tempest and Wem working together, I, I swear the first thing I remember about listening to them and them playing together as a couple was uh, Tempest cleaning out Wem's bag. Right. But and and this perspective, and not that there's anything wrong with it. That's very sweet. You know what I really like about how they play? Yeah, uh, they're sitting side by side, but they still push to talk and say grats and stuff over vent. Yes, that is. Very <laughs> that's sweet. what cracks me up. Well, you know, that's my next step is getting uh, David into a group, and uh, I'm a little bit nervous about that because he's. He's very analytical, and sometimes in the middle of a fight or something, he wants to talk about what just happened. And I'm like, okay, we're in the middle of a mob. <laughs> we could talk about something. We could talk about this later. But anyway, I'm glad he, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, he, noticed, he might go back and listen one day. I know. You uh, noticed uh, careful. Cowboy busted me about the cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw the Twitter today. Yeah, yeah, so. I had to cover myself there because uh, my boys, my dogs are still my, my boys. I got to see them today, yesterday. That was really nice. So, uh, I guess we should talk about our week. We should. Yeah, Hollow's End has started, but we've started. got two whole I- weeks <laughs> of it. And I'm, I'm thinking that uh, they might e- may even extend it. Because uh, apparently some of the the candy buckets are bugged. 
Oh no. Mm. Mm. Oh. How are they bugged? They don't give the candy or Yeah, you can't you can't interact with them. Oh, cuz I know I kept doing and, that stupid thing where I forget to open my handful of candy. Right. Duplicate item. Yeah, I guess uh, yeah. Blizzard says you can only hold one handful of candy at a time. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> you got to put it in your bag, which makes sense. You can't go up to the next door with your candy from the other door in your hand. So yes. They do have trick-or-treating in Australia, right? Yep. Okay. Not as, it's not as full lot as in America. No. And uh, they're... It's it's uh, not very common for the kids to get dressed up. They just go around and go, give us give it's us lollies. Candy. Yeah, go on lollies. It was starting to get to that, and and uh, I don't know. It's, sometimes it's frustrating when they just come up and they're not cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But It'd be cute you before we get lollies. Yeah, and you know, there's a there's another tradition. And I, I haven't actually seen it, but if you don't give candies, they'll throw eggs at your house or um, TP your freeze. Yep. Uh-huh. You guys do have... Oh, never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to... I'll, I'll go first. You went first last time. All righty. All right. Uh, I've been having, you know, lots of fun running around with David and... Uh, on I have Sebastian and he has uh, Rushna, our hunters. And uh, but one of the things that I've been doing is I bring another person along for the harder quest. Not necessarily, you know, all the time, but uh, if it's medium, I've been bringing uh, Pramal, my level fifty-eight hunter. And if it's really hard, I bring out uh, April, who's a Death Knight. And uh, one of the problems I've been having was sometimes April. I want her to lead, but she can't because she's on her uh, Death Knight charger. Fast mount. Yeah. So, and they're still on the level 40 mount. And it was funny because Pramal, I hadn't had her out since the level changes, the, the mount changes. And I had to take her back to uh, Ogremar to get her fast mount because she was still on a level, well, technically 20 mount. But when, it, when she got it, it was 40 mount. But I took April back to Silver Moon City and got her some low-level mounts okay. so that she could ride at the, the same speed. The funny thing was I thought I tried to take um, my another Death Knight who was an undead back to Brill, and I guess I just was going in the wrong place. Do you know where you get your mounts in Brill? Because April... Yeah, there's a, like a stable the, there. Oh, maybe you have to go on the back or something because I couldn't find the guy to get the mounts from. And I just thought, oh, well, maybe you can't get the mounts if you're a death knight and you're not, um, you know, maybe you have to get exalted. But I found out that April could get um, a chuckaboo or whatever you call those. And, of course, now they're so cheap, you might as well get them all. Yeah, and, buy and all. She got, yeah, <laughs> she got the 10 mount achievement. <laughs> yeah, and I did, uh, I did some Argent tournament stuff. Really? Brilliant. Well, I well did done. the first quest, and then I did the Scourge one, and then I went to Silver Pine Forest to do the Black Knight quest, and obviously yep. I did something wrong, because I went in and got the book and left. Is this supposed to be something else? Uh, that was it. Then, oh, yeah, yeah and then I, then I brought it back. Yeah, you're right. That was it. And yep. at first, when I, I couldn't find the chick to give it to, but I guess it's a different tent 
than the other tent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I remember going to kill the uh, some scourge and ice crown, and I landed where there was some scourge, and I went, oh my god, they're level eighty, I'm gonna die, and then I realized <laughs> I'm seventy seven and a warlock, so I was able to That's kill right. them. That's right. Op. Yes. And uh, I uh, took a. Oh, who was it? We had a guest last week who, I mean, uh, somebody who wrote in last week and suggested Learning Aid, um, an add-on. Mm-hmm. And I'll put another link to it in the show notes. But uh, it was, um, it was, it's an add-on that when you, um, it's, it was from Nomer and uh, his, uh, I'll put that link again, where he wrote about it in his blog. And it allows you, what it does is it brings up a box when you um, learn something new on your tune. And it's yep. anything. It, it, he, I think he mentioned it as being when you go to the trainer. And it yeah, gives no, you. It, yeah, he, he mentioned that it works for everything, not just your, your ability to be trained. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm, I mean, I missed that. But yeah, because when you learn, when I learned my uh, Mr. Chili. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It, it pops up a box so that you can either drag it down to your two bar or you just can, you know, mouse over it and find out about it and then uh, decide what you want to do with it. And then you close the box and it goes away. Cool. But it highlights all the things that you've learned so that you uh, understand what you got. And it's a very neat thing. And the other thing was uh, a gentleman uh, uh, pretending to, uh, t- t- trying to take Patrick's place at, or taking, filling the void that Patrick left. On the instance, um, uh, talked about an add-on control panel. Okay. And uh, <laughs> uh, Tempest just said good morning to me. <laughs> Hi, Tempe. Uh, and um, what it does is it's really neat when you put it on and you hit escape or you click the um, computer on the bar. Where you normally get all your options for interface and key binding and sound and stuff, it yeah. had something called control panel, right? You know, add-on. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's called add-ons, and it you click on it and it lets you actually turn off and on any add-ons you have, and then once you click on it and you do reload UI, it takes away or brings back an add-on, right? And it works seamlessly, and I, I really like it. Yep. Yeah, because normally you need to actually log out, log back in again to to disable add-ons completely. Right. And the other thing I wanted to mention, and I don't, uh, if anyone has knows what the solution is, uh, I would love it. I'm still having problems with Aprilian. I'm still having problems logging in and out of uh, logging into her. Uh, usually, uh, if I haven't been on her, uh, in the when I first get up in the morning, I or when if I had been on her during the day or recently, when I first uh, log into her, on, on, only on Earth and Ring, I crash back to the desktop. You know, it says I uh, can't connect to the server. And I, I've one day I had to do that five times, and then I contacted Blizzard, and they tried to say that maybe it was um my equipment. And I'm trying to explain to them it's only this character, it's only. This one tune, and I play it on, on multiple computers, and I never have any problem with any other character. Then they tried to say it was because she was in Ice Crown, or she was in 
uh, Dalaran. Well, she was in a Zara. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And you're oh, not wow. going to tell me a Zara <laughs> is a busy I've only Zara. ever had it with tunes that are in Dalaran. I've yeah. never, never had it with tunes anywhere else. Right. And it's just this one tune. So I'm wondering if it's something she's wearing. You know? I'm... I'm and so you don't, in. and you don't change anything. And eventually, you can log in. Uh, I go, I log, I try again, and usually by the second or third time, I'm back on. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I was in chat with, uh, you know, um, GM, and you know, he's offering. Well, maybe it's your equipment. Maybe it's this, which is kind of. I mean, I understand you have to go through a kind of process of elimination, but uh, I'm on sure. a MacBook Pro that's only one, a little over a year old, and an yeah. iMac that's about a year old. And it's not like you're the only problem person having this problem. Right. <laughs> and if it was the equipment, wouldn't it? And I have other tunes that I log into in Dalaran, so I know it's not that. It's just that, that it's a busy, tune, a busy zone. And then he asked me, well, what do I think it is? He asked me. <laughs> I don't know, and it was something. It's like, a bug in the game that you introduced. Yeah, my refrigerator is knocking and making noise and won't make ice, and I don't know why it's doing that either. <laughs> I'm a ticket clerk, damn it, not a <laughs> programmer, Jim. Oh, sorry. Paraphrasing Star Trek. Anyway, so if anybody knows what has. Or is having any similar problems? I know uh, Mullet was having uh, Mullet Wow was having similar problems, and I think yeah. he fixed it. But um, you know, as long as I get in, a couple of times it was frustrating because I was um, trying to triple block box to get Sebastian and Varishna to uh, flight points, and I'm I'm spoiling David with this summoning thing. He has yet to have the to do the whole running thing, you know, like that journey from. Uh, to Badlands, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, oh, so we should let him experience that. Although yeah. now, I mean, nowadays it's easy because you by level twenty you've got a mount, so you, you don't even right. Have to, so it doesn't even have to. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on one of his lower level characters will be. Yeah, just make him walk. Yeah, and not, not <laughs> and, actually and not, run. Not run. Not run. <laughs> walk. Hit the hit the slash key on the numpad. <laughs> and say now you have to walk. walk from Hammerfall to um, Badlands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've been uh, doing a lot of quests at level. What's really funny is we're skipping zones because of the some of it's with the refer friend, and a lot of it has to do with you know um, just you speed up now. You you're not going at the same speed. I'm kind of glad that I I had it at the old level. Uh, experienced it, but. Uh, you know, I can understand why 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 Blizzard has done what they've done. Like yeah. we we didn't do shimmering flats or thousand needles at all. Right. Uh, we level past Razorfin crawl and uh, Razorfin down. Well, I mean that, that's all right because I mean, he's leveling other tunes as well. So right. as long as you so just like, make a note of that. well, we have skipped this and this and this. So you know, tell him you, know, you do do these on your next turn round. Right. Um, so this week we went to, uh, to Norris to do the field testing thing. And at first I was like, I was kind of putting it off cause I don't know, you know, it's the one where you have a two hour timer 
And you have to kill the coyotes, the ba- I mean, the hyenas, the basilisk, and the scorpids. And you have to test the yeah. samples. And then, I've you done know. That. I've done that once. I thought, nah, silly. <laughs> Hate time quest. Next. <laughs> It's not even a. It's not even the fact that it's a time quest. It's also a random number generator test mm-hmm. because, because you're you're testing these samples and you could get a bunch and they could all be bad, you know. And so, uh, but he really enjoyed it and he he got into it. And I so we both had the quest and we both set the timer at the same time. But because uh, I wanted to see if maybe if he got it that I would get it because I never done it dual boxing. And we didn't, but uh, we went through it, and uh, we still had like an, uh, 45 minutes left. And he goes, okay, now let's do yours. And we got it done. And so that was kind of exciting. We did a couple of the other quests in that area. Uh, the, the one where you have to go and get the bug parts. And, oh, and we did the ornament ones. Well, we did some of them. That one is kind of funny because it's 30 ornaments, but, you know, they're all over the place. So it's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so so that was kind of neat. And uh, <laughs> we, we've got this thing. I don't know if I mentioned it last week where, you know, he has been. I was trying not to run Sebastian without him. And he, I found out that he was actually getting on Varishna. And, uh, <laughs> and so we're we're doing something in Tanaris. And all of a sudden I see the dinging thing. And, <laughs> and he goes, who? I didn't ding. <laughs> Nobody ding. <laughs> I said, yeah, but, you know, your number changed on my screen. And he goes, yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Maybe I should open up a ticket to, to, <laughs> to Blizzard to say, my number changed, but he didn't ding. So, <laughs> so we've been, whenever we ding, we go, oh, nobody dinged. <laughs> so it's really funny. Um, but we, he's moving right along. and, and uh, Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we went to, oh, and the other thing he's doing, and it's so adorable, his uh, bank alt is like the, some mogul, and he's having fun with auctioneer, and I'm so glad that uh, I introduced him to that part of it, and he can spin like an oh, hour. Oh, he spent hours on that. Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> going through all the, you know, because I, I let him loot everything, and one time he, you know. He says, oh, I'm taking all the greens, you know, and then he gets excited when he sells something for a couple of gold. And I finally <laughs> told him, you know, my bank aunt sold some, you know, some moon shroud, something for 100 gold. By the way, I thought about sending the cloth to you, but the bag sold for 650 gold. But don't you need eight? You need eight pieces, four of one kind, four moon shroud and four Evan weave. And I can sell the Evan Weave for almost, I can sell each of those for almost a hundred. So, cheaper just to sell the cloth. Unless I'm not kids. sure. I didn't oh. work out the economics of it. You could yeah. be right. It might be. Yeah. You might make more money just selling the cloth than making right, the bag. Because because you're you're already at max, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't need it to. Yeah. to so run. well, you know, the economics of the thing is that people who are leveling go ahead and sell them cheaper than what they're worth with all the materials. The 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 sum of the parts is cheaper than the whole. Than the tell me the about it. Some of the part is more than the whole. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about it. Having um, <laughs> as you'll as you'll hear, level jewel crafting this week. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> so we started to look at. Um, we've really gotten into doing 
um, instances. Zolfarak was so much fun that I thought I'd see if there was another instance that we could be in. And at this point, we're like 47, 40, heading towards 48, and we got to 48 before me. And so I decided to try Sunken Temple. Okay. <laughs> well, I went in and, you know, we're going at it and everything. And then we just, then I realized you got to do homework. You just can't walk into Sunken Temple and start fighting. At one point, uh, we got in and we were doing pretty good. And uh, we, and I decided to go and read and I realized we should do the first floor first. But well, we thought we could do the first floor first. We wanted to just go in and do different things. Not the first floor. We wanted to do, um, we decided to do to the left to try to get to um, Jamal the Prophet because we had that that um, that quest. That's what it was. Right. So we go in and we're doing, we're fighting that dragon kin. And we, we're we doing it with Pramal and Sebastian and, uh, and Varishna who are 47, 48 and Pramal's 58. And we died a bit. Because there's like two big guys and then a bunch of little, um, uh, those little dragon whelplings. And so yeah, that, I decided. That would be tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, and David hates to bring in an April because he says she's no fun. She does all the work. And I try to convince, tell him that, you know, either we bring in some more people or, you know, we bring in a death knight because this is supposed to be for five people. And eventually he con- he conceded and we went in with April and we cleared all the way to where Jamal was and there's a green force field. <laughs> we couldn't get in. So we went back in red and we realized that we have to do a bunch of other quests first and we went to the guy in Tanaris and we ended up going back to, uh, to Zulfarak. And, um, oh, but before that, while David wasn't able to play, I started doing the Nessunwary quests. On Sebastian. Okay. And Stranglethorn Bale. And even though... Um, bit low. You know, yeah, it was a bit low. But I just wanted to get the achievement. Because, you know, when you go on to... Um, oh, yeah. The Grand. Land, yeah, in the Grand. And I was able to get all the pages on the auction house. And I was able to find all the stuff. And actually, the higher ones... One of them actually was getting XP. And, you know, when you turn them in, you get XP. So that was kind of neat. And I finished that. And uh, so then we... Uh, we did the screechers for the guy in Steamweedle. That guy is very demanding. You know, he wants you to do so much. The screechers, I think we... Oh, we had to go to Feralis. Feralis for that, yep. Yeah, and uh, again, we're doing it without trying to go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to read the quest and figure out where these guys are with no idea what they look like. But we found them. And we took them back to... To the guy in Steamweedle, and then he wanted us to go to Zolfarak to get the tablets, and we did that. That was kind of funny because at first, you know, again we're not reading, and then we figure out where the other guy. I ended up reading because we figured out that the other guy was over by Godzilla. So, and it was kind of neat because we had, and I know some people think that it's bad to go back to where you've been before. You know, some people complain, "Oh, we've just been there, and now we got to go back." But it was great going back to Zolfarak because we knew what we were doing. You know, we, right. we knew we, we, we had it down pat. We Oh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I mentioned last week that I took Pramal to train and she got uh, the Wervin Sting. And so we've been working on using that when there's uh, three or four more. And that was kind of neat because we didn't need to bring a pearl in. We could just use that. 
and we're loving the gorillas and you know, the tankadins or the gorilla dins. Yeah. So I love the gorilla. Yeah. So we actually got in. Uh, we died a couple of times, but we managed. And then we got back to um, the Steam Weedle. The only bad part about all of this is Pramal has some of these quests, but she's not uh, like when we got to kill the guy, the woman for the uh, second tablet. She didn't have the quest to get the tablet, but she had the quest to get the tiara for Tabitha. Mm-hmm. So she's like behind, even though she's way ahead. And uh, when, then we had to go to Hinterlands to get the egg. And we did some of the quests in, um, what do you call it? Jintha Hall? Jintha, that big place in the Hinterlands that used to be Leap, but now it's just um, regular trolls. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Gentle yeah. law. Yeah, gentle law. And it's funny. It made me feel kind of funny. If you had a troll, you'd feel kind of bad constantly killing all these trolls. <laughs> different faction. Different faction. Different right. different tribe. Yeah. Bagarum. Yeah. And uh, um, we've been playing. Uh, I actually let uh, David borrow my cellular modem so that we could play while he was. Uh, uh, not working, but traveling to and from work. Okay. Always commuting. Yeah. That's keen. Yeah. Although every time he comes back and gives it back to me, I, I'm like, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, that was that's been going kind of neat. And uh, again, Pramal didn't have half the quest, but oh, and but she did have the one quest to to free that guy who was held hostage, who you free, and then. He sits there, and then the next person frees him, and you're like, "Go, <laughs> you can go now." And he's still there. But when she got back to um, to turn it in in uh, the Ravenstusk village, the bow that she got from that quest was better than her bow because her bow was still she's 58, but her bow was level 43 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happens with refer friends when you yeah, speed leveling. Yeah, and the last thing I did was I I've been I did log into um my Jubathos Death Knights and I've been running them around getting candy because the XP is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense not to get this free XP, and I I haven't had a chance to do anything else like uh, the ho- the going to Brill or uh, Razor Hill to do that, but I'm excited to get uh, David into doing that. I think he's gonna. Really oh, I think he'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, he did hear it. He was flying out of Undercity. He was going, who is this headless horseman guy? <laughs> yeah. You know, because you can hear it. He yells. He yells out every half hour, yep. Yeah, we were going from Undercity to the Hinterlands, and that was kind of fun. So that's been my week, and I, I'm loving, I, I want to do a shout-out to David and thank him for playing with me and, and, you know, making the game that so much more interesting and fun. Good on him. Yeah. So, how was your week? Oh, pretty awesome. I'm I'm enjoying Hallow's End. I'm I'm doing the same. I've uh, flying around um, with with one with um, Pud who who was 73, and I've now dinged 74 just by collecting candy. <laughs> and uh, so I've been dual boxing, flying around with Pud and Shadow Throne. Shadow Throne's 80, so he gets you know six gold something or other for, for every candy bucket and. Wow. That's a little XP bar. Zooms along, so that's pretty awesome. So I'll, I'll do that on two or three pairs, I guess, 
just to uh, crank out that free experience in the gold. Yeah, it's it's there. Why the hell not? I've done the headless horseman a couple of times. Haven't it's only it came out last night. Didn't have much time last night, and haven't had time tonight. But uh, already got uh, the he drops a sword that that summons pumpkins to help you. <laughs> These three little pumpkin dudes jump out. <laughs> That's pretty Can awesome. They fight. Yeah, <laughs> um, and his and his helmet, which, which looks absolutely evil, it's um, he's got this, it kind of got this green gas that flows out of it. There's this huge, grinning, green mouth on it, and uh, it's it's got an on use that that makes the, the the headless horseman laugh. So when you're riding along and, and you click on it, he, he kind of throws himself way back in, in the saddle and goes out the. the uh, <laughs> The big headless horseman laugh. It's awesome. So I'm loving that. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, you probably haven't seen that yet. But um, head to go and head, log into, I'm sure it'll be going to say on all realms, but particularly on Jubithos for some reason. I don't know why. Wander on over to the Scarlet Monastery. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, as I was approaching along the road about where the, uh, the summoning stone is, there was a few skeletons on the road. I'm thinking, oh, a bit of bit of PvP action going on here. And as I'm approaching the actual uh, citadel, there was there was more skeletons. And as I turned to uh, to go up the ramp, I'm like, oh my god, I can hardly see the floor. <laughs> the floor is absolutely covered in skeletons. Oh my god! I got to the top of the ramp and I just burst out laughing because. It is the ramp was nothing compared to what it's like up outside the instance. It's, it's white. The floor is just pure white. From 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 deaths from PvPs. It's just completely uh, layer upon layer upon layer of skeletons. Oh, there how must, funny! There must have been this god awful battle there. It was absolutely hilarious. And you and you try and explain it to people. It's like. There's lots of skeletons, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, you don't really get it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they ride up and they go, oh, my God. <laughs> You've got to see it to believe it. Well, I've already encountered some of that. I was just in Syllabus doing the pumpkin thing. I mean, and, ah, this, is, yeah. this, this was like, you know, obviously everybody waiting for the headless horseman to spawn. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there must have been thousands of skeletons. It was so hilarious. The bones. Oh, look at the bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to, to another week or so of, of Hallow's End. I've been doing a, a fair amount of raiding again this week. Um, cleared. Oldua, um, it'd be nice to clear Oldua and not, clear, not yeah. to clear Oldua. Cleared uh, TAC 10 man again this week. Uh, made some progress on the in uh, TAC 25. We actually got the faction champions down this week for the first time, which was really awesome. We're really happy with that. And um, uh, what else we get done? I had a, a weekend. It wasn't our normal rating team. It was just a, a, a guild um I filled in for a, another raid team in the guilds that um, is trying for Nax achievements. We were actually going for the uh, immortal run of Naxxramas where you have to do all the bosses without anybody dying. Um, oh. Unfortunately, somebody died on the Four Horsemen. <laughs> so, oh. But uh, it was... I heard they were coming up with a real um, hard mode where you have to do it with one hand tied behind your back. 
Oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah, you know, you have to play with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we got a whole bunch of achievements uh, regardless. It was only, so it's 25-man NACs, um, but we only had 20 people deliberately because there's actually a, a, an achievement for um, completing NACs with, with uh, 20 people or less. So we got the achievement for that. Uh, we all got the uh, whole bunch of us got the safety dance on Huygen. Still, I'd never got the twenty-five man safety dance. Um, subtraction on on Thaddeus, uh, the hundred club for for um, having a, a low frost resistance gear. Um, the dedicated few, which is the doing it with uh, twenty people and uh, just can't get enough, which is. Um, killing the last boss with uh, 20 or fewer people. So, yeah, qu- quite a few achievements in there. We missed out on the uh, fast kill of Patchwork by about 0.7 of a second. <laughs> it was like we, we knew it was going to be close and Aww. and it was like just as he went into rage and it was like fair to come, it was less than a second we killed him. It was so close. Very disappointing, but never mind. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun anyway. Even if we did miss out on, on a couple of those achievements. Did anybody so. yell fifty DKP money? <laughs> oh yeah, there was plenty of that. <laughs> plenty <laughs> of that. Uh, but the biggest frustration for the week, I guess, is uh, uh, our Guppers raid team. Um, we've taken quite a big step back in progression, and and we we can't even down Colligan at the moment. We we lost quite a number of uh, really well geared players and. Yeah, we're trying to gear up um, some some new uh, raid members, and uh, it's uh, a source of uh, frustration to be uh, having to take st- st- a big step back there. But um, oh well, it's, it's all it's all fun and games. We'll we'll come back and and uh, get progression going again. So as I said earlier, yes, I've oh, oh and I dig I ding sixty eight on a shark. So um, and that was five minutes before shutdown last week. So I was, I was pretty happy with that <laughs> and got the um, I was all all prepped and ready to go. So um, he's now a, a master transmuter with alchemy. So oh, yeah. and I've actually uh, already got a, a a double proc on a on a, a epic gem this week, which was nice. So I made the decision on Friday that uh, what the hell I'm making all these gems. I might as well cut them. I should make myself a jewel crafter. So um, Pud, because uh, he didn't have any, he's a, he's a death knight, and he didn't have any professions at all. So really couldn't be bothered leveling mining again. So I'm just going to buy all the the ore and the gems and everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Talk about price gouging! <laughs> I'm paying, you know, six, seven, eight gold for a for a shadow gem. <laughs> it's like completely mental the prices that people are asking for stuff, and and I'm thinking, well, I'm willing to pay it. So yeah, obviously, obviously, people are they're putting it up there. Right. I reckon, I reckon I must have spent about three, four thousand gold leveling jewel crafting. <laughs> it's just nuts. I got I got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm not going to be paying. Uh, I think it was about up to 150 gold for a stack of thoriums. It's like, yeah, oh, that's it. You got to oh, draw the line. I got to draw the line there. So, so I headed off to uh, to Winter Spring. I thought, oh, I've got a couple of hours. I'll, I'll do a bit of you know while I'm um, buggerizing around on this other turn. I'll just, I'll just stick um, one of my miners 
out in Winterspring. Do you know the, the caves down in the in South Winterspring? There's got all these uh, demons that wander around. Okay. That are elites. Um, it used to be that they're. It's kind of a closed area. They're not. They're not. It's not a cave section. But there's all these tunnels that run between open areas. Okay. And it, and it used and to it's be not the ones that the Falborgs are in. It's a different uh, one. No. Okay. It's way down south in in Winter Spring, and the, and there's quite a lot of uh, of rich thorium down there. And it used to be that when you're trying to ride through these tunnels, you get dismounted. Well, you don't you don't get dismounted anymore, which was really nice. So I, I spent a bit of time riding through there and and getting some thorium, and um, finally hit 350 um, late Friday. And because uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I wasn't, I'm never going to cut. I'm never going to make everything that jewel crafters can make. But right. all, the way up to, all the way up to 350, every time I went back to the train, I was just like, train, 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 train. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Spring. <laughs> yeah. After a while, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm quite getting low on gold here. So uh, I should actually some? look at, I should actually look at what I'm, I'm, to, I'm training on. And because I, I had to, to skip some, I hit level three hundred and fifty and went back to the trainer. <laughs> pages and pages of greens. I ended up counting them. Sixty new gems to cut. Wow. Some like, of them are bind on uh, pickup too. Yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah, the jewel crafting ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I persisted, and um, and by Sunday, I'd, I'd hit. 450 in jewel crafting with very little gold left. And when I say very little, um, I got to the point where. <laughs> uh, I, this was on that one too, not, not on. No, I, no, no, no. I was like scavenging. I was <gasps> like pulling gold off, off my other tunes. It's like I just spent ridiculous amounts of gold. I got to the point where I didn't have enough gold for the deposit for an auction. Oh no! Put any more stuff up for auction, so uh, it was it was it was funny. It was a very different feeling, but so I've, I've hit four fifty now. So I'm on the, I'm on, I'm back. I'm on my way back up. Mm. So it, it was fun power leveling a, a profession like that, and just and and you learn and in the process of doing so, you learn. Okay, right. So I, I can I can see what you need. To level past the difficult bits, and and that's why these particular things are, are so expensive. And so you know, if you ever get any of those, it's like I could never figure out why. I think it was um, essence, earth essence, or earth, fire of essence. There's like right. there was one of them that was it was just like astronomically more expensive. It's I'm thinking, the fire for some reason. Why? The fire what? is always yeah. Why is this one so more expensive? And it was yeah, it was one of those those. Um, wedge points in in leveling jewel crafting that you don't really have any other options. And right, this, this so was and supply and demand. Supply and demand meant that mm. the, the price of this stuff was just ridiculous. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was fun. So now I'm uh, now I've I've started doing. Of course, I hit four hundred and fifty. My goal was to get four hundred and fifty, and you know start cutting epic gems. But of course, you can only cut epic gems if you buy. The designs, right. and the des- and the designs are all four Dalaran tokens each, right. which so is you have to do four dailies. <laughs> and I've only I'd, I'd only been a jewel crafter for one day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hadn't got my four daily gems, my four daily tokens yet. So, and there's nothing like the cooking dailies where you get bonuses. For- no, there is actually. The, the, if you make an icy prism, there's a chance. Oh no, that's not the token. That's a dragon's eye. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah there is. But there's a chance you get a dragon's eye. But right. the only other way to get buy. them, the only other way to get them is is um, uh, prospecting titanium. And if you get the dust out of that. Um, right, and you get so many those. dust. Yeah, ten of those, but you get like one dust out of it out of a stack. So you'd need like ten stacks of titanium ore out of a stack of titanium ore. It's like, uh huh, yeah, I won't be buying any of that. In fact, <laughs> I don't have the gold to buy that. So yeah, that's that's just mental. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty much been my week. Oh, uh, we did like- we did the obviously the. Um, uh, pants on, horseman? Pants on, the headless horseman, but um, more to the point, um, pants on head on the weekends um, ran Blackwing Lair, and when he got about halfway through, it was um, that was a, a pretty fun run. There was only uh, about about ten of us, um, and uh, there were some encounters in there that it, it doesn't really matter what level you are, the the, the bosses are still hard. It's just the mechanics of, of the fight means you know you. You can't just go in there and pew 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 and make them fall over. The, the mechanics mean you actually got to know what's going on. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and we finished ZA last night. And finally got through uh, through Zulaman. and that was even with uh, like I was I think seventy four in the afternoon, um, which was still seventy. Uh, when we're still seventy on his priest, so we weren't way over gear. There was you know, temps. The seventy-seven zoomed way ahead, and um, and she was actually top DPS. But the rest of us were around, you know, mid to low seventies, and it, and it was still quite a um, uh, a struggle. You know, the healers were running out of mana a lot, and, and uh, you know, the tanks were. Um, you know, we were, I'm not in in fantastic gear. I'm not defense captain or anything, so it was still quite a struggle for us. But so we're pretty happy to to get through that. It was a lot of fun. We have Glanther. Hello, Glanther. How are you today? I'm doing great. So glad we could get you in this week. It's not a good week when you're not with us. Uh, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> sometimes I think you guys have a little party when I'm not around, being like, he's <laughs> not here. No alliance. No alliance. No. And, you know, we got <laughs> so much good positive feedback about your lore segment. So everybody's eager to, to hear more, more lore. I know, and I'm very excited by it because this is as, almost as much for me as it is for the listeners because I'm enjoying doing the research on it, and, and uh, I'm learning stuff, you know, I'm learning stuff too, and so I'm, I'm, I'm getting more out of the game by doing it. Um, and So why don't we start with uh, what you've been doing in your week? Well, you know, to coincide with the lore segment, I've been you know, trying to work on my lore master and I was able to get uh, shadow um, of the betrayer, which is the uh, lore quest in um, shadow moon Valley. And uh, you know, I've been going around and it's, it's pretty fun to do it as a level 80 that's in Alduar gear because I can solo all those five man groups (laughs) when they have those level 70 elites that are like, you get your five of your, get four of your, strongest allies to go and kill this dragon and you're like ally smell I and you 
And then he comes at you and he's like, oh, I'm going to crush you. And then you kill him. And, and it makes you feel powerful in a <laughs> the same way that I guess it would make, you know, like the, you know, the um, bully at school who's like 14 beating up the five-year-old feel powerful. <laughs> um, you definitely feel like you're bullying these poor mobs. Right. Yeah. But they deserve um, it. They do deserve it because they bullied me when I was younger. Right. <laughs> when you were a little dwarf. When I was a little... We little dwarf, um, and uh, right now I'm working on um, on the Blades Edge, which, Blades Edge, which is the achievement in um, the Bladed Mountains, and it's so frustrating because it's one of those areas where, like Nagrand, you don't actually have enough quests right. in the zone. Isn't you have to go to other zones and get quests to go back, mm-hmm. and one of them is um, consortium quests. You have to be revered with the consortium. Oh, wow. Which I luckily, I was. So I didn't have to grind for a rep. Right. But I had to go and grind for those um, Ethereum prison keys. I don't know if you've uh, ever, you know what I'm talking about. Right, the ones that. The, you need that to uh, open somebody up, up in the air, up by, uh, what is that? Uh, Bashir's? Bashir's Landing, exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, but I finally got, I finally got the five Ethereum uh, prison crystals, went up, did that quest, talked to the guy and he's like, great, bring me five more. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to bring you five more. <laughs> Seriously. And then there are two, um, there are two elite grands that I still have to kill, which will bring me to 84 quests. Which means that there's still two more that I have to do. And so I was scratching my head. And I was thinking, like, even if I get somebody from my guild to help me out with those Gron, because I tried to kill the last two of them, and it's just really tough to do with a hunter. Right. Because once the pet dies, then, I mean, it's, it's, a, short, it's a short walk uh, to the graveyard. Right. Um, <laughs> but... I figured out that I can get two more quests by the skin of my teeth, but I have to first become honored with Ogre Law. Oh. So I have to go and grind dailies with those stupid ogres oh, wow. for a couple of weeks before I can get that achievement. And I'm so done with rep grinding. But, you know, it is what it is. I need to do it. And good news is that I'll be able to kind of clear through um, – the Eastern Kingdoms and, and Kalimdor because I'm, I'm about half and half with each of those. And so I only need another like 500 quests after that. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, and many of those zones I skipped over entirely, you know, like um, Thousand Needles. I didn't do anything in. I didn't really do anything in Scythalus, you know. So I definitely have places to go. Mudsprocket. I haven't done any of the ones in Mudsprocket. So I, I have uh, a place to go and get my lore master um, completed. Which brings me, though, to this week's lore segment. Oh, okay. And eagerly awaiting. Eagerly awaiting. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go and do a little bit more about the Titans. Because we're, we're talking a lot about, you know, um, with Cataclysm, um, Archaeology, the path of the Titans, um, the Explorers League. Yesterday, uh, not yesterday, um, last week was all about 
um, Kaz Garoth and Bail Modan and and all um, all Doom, and I wanted to go and and do more about the Titans in general, right. and um, and then I want to talk a little bit about like the big guy, you know, the head Titan, and uh, a little bit about the Titans is that they're they're known by many by many names. Um, they're known as the Makers. They're known as the Travelers. Um, to the trolls, the trolls call them the travelers, okay. and uh, the oracles call them the great ones. So when they go and they collect shinies, the shinies are for the great ones. So um, many, many cultures have different names for them, and they're a race of extremely powerful um, majestic creatures, and they're basically they're metallic. I, I couldn't figure out if they're actually made of metal, but um, the sources that I was able to get say that. You know, they refer to themselves as platinum and bronze um, titans. So that could be just their color. It could be what they're made out of. I don't really know. But they're, you know, uh, they're what they, what in science fiction in general is called a progenitor race. Basically a race of beings that goes around and makes new races. Right. They kind of plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they are, you know, revered by the dwarves because they quite literally, you know, got, you know, the dwarves. Um, they made the dwarves. Um, the humans are kind of interested in them, but not as much. And if you've done the quest lines in um, Wrath of the Lich King on the Alliance side, there's actually a quest that kind of makes the um, illusion, like, uh, illusion that I'm not, that's, not, that's not the right word. What's the one I'm looking alludes for? Alludes to. Alludes to humans actually being um, Reichel. Oh. That, you know, were the, some of the Reichel started having run children, <laughs> and all the women fled south. And, uh, yeah. And they, so oh. maybe some humans descended from the Reichel, but not, maybe not all. But oh. that was something that one of the quest lines um, – talked about but the titans are, are basically um broken down to two sub races the um azir and the vanir and uh, they're controlled by a group of head titans called the pantheon um now the pantheon consists of a, a number of um a number of them um Kaz Garoth, who I talked about last week, was one of them. He was the shaper and forger of the world. Um, you also have Agrimar. Um, you have Golganeth, the Thunderer. Some of these may actually be, you know, names that you hear from the, the about the trolls. The trolls would have talked about these people a lot. Norganon. Right. Um, Aonar. Um, and then, uh, of course, Sargeras who it ended up becoming twisted and evil and is now the supreme commander of the Burning Legion. He used to be a titan. So he, mm-hmm. he is quite literally like a, um, a very, yeah, a, a, a very um, loose, um, <laughs> loosely disguised allegory to I mean, um, the devil or you know, any other evil. Um, who was once great and then fell. Uh, pre-God, yeah. Right, yeah. And then they're all run by um, the high father of the Pantheon named Amon Thul. And uh, each one of these people kind of did like their own, you know, little thing. Um, 
that relates to the game world. But, you know, Amon Thule, his big thing was that he um, was the um, titan who, who gave Noah's Dormu, who's the bronze dragonflight leader, right. the ability to guard time and police the ever-spinning pathways of, you know, the, um, the timeline of Azeroth. So it was him who said, like, in our absence, I want you to make sure that nothing, you know, um, nothing gets in the, in the way. And so, of course, Chromie, who's of the bronze dragonflight, is the one who we often, you know, talk to to make sure that we, you know, uh, make sure that the Caverns of Time, all those quests actually get completed to make sure that the timeline does exactly do what it needs to do and protect everything from um, corruptors that come in. But that was his, that was his big deal. And the Titans, um, they have many, many um, supposedly areas right below um, Azeroth. The ones that they found, of course, are Uldum, um, Ulduar, and Uldaman. And um, each one of the Titans, again, has like their own little thing that they liked doing. Um, now... Any like any questions so far about like the Titans? I mean, I don't know the Horde side as well because okay. I've read about it. But have you come across a lot of any of those names? Yeah, you know, playing trolls familiar. or yeah, right. Because I know like I can read about the stuff all day, but without actually playing Horde, especially without playing like a troll, like I don't see and read them and have come to know them. A little bit. Like, I know that Kaz Garoth, I hear about all the time being a dwarf. And I've heard about Aonar. And I've heard um, about Norganon. But, uh, and of course, Sargeras, because he's, you know, now big bad guy. <laughs> um, but they look basically like Thorm. They look like Freya. They look like Hodir. They look like Loken. So all of the, the, the baddies that are like the big giants... It looks like giant men and women. That's what the Titans look like. Okay. So uh, you've, if you've ever done Halls of Stone or Halls of Lightning. Um, those are instances? Maybe? Well, yeah, but they're levels. They're, well, they're level <laughs> 77 instances. Oh, okay. So I could, I could have theoretically done them. Got you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> theoretically. Okay. Theoretically. <laughs> well, I never know. Sometimes you could go in with your Death Knights. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Death Knights aren't even 77. But no, but okay, yeah, yeah but but the yeah. Aprilian is. Um, and then you know Amon Thule, who's the the head guy, um, he um, what's his best way to think about his um his stick? Um, he's basically a a kind of mysterious, and that he's not around a lot. His brother was um, Sargeras, who turned evil. So, of course, you have, like, you know, God and, and you know, the devil and, and his brother or his trusted lieutenant turned evil. So now he has to um, kind of police. He's always looking for him, trying to get him back. Um, and his new, his hot new girlfriend is Aonar. And Aonar is, you know, um, the creator of all life. So she was... Uh, She's very, very powerful. It's kind of like the um, Hera to Zeus. Okay. And uh, he, um, 
I guess the best way to kind of um, think about what his role is, is is really to think about what, you know, actually Zeus is probably a good um, a good um, example of that. Because Zeus in, in mythology didn't really do anything besides throw lightning at people and try to go and wreak havoc on <laughs> the world of mortals. That's kind of what he does. Um, and he's um, completely platinum. Um, his eyes are like super yellow. We haven't actually seen him in the game. Um, for the Alliance characters out there, they think that he is in um, World of Warcraft in a single quest as an app- uh, app- apparition of Amon. So there's a dwarf quest, uh, quest in uh, um, ooh, the wetlands that um, you see this titan and it's like a holograph of a titan named Amon. Okay. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting um, in that he his one line that he gives to you as a non playing character, um, let me see if I can go and grab it here, is who hath summoned forth Amon? Uh, I see you toil with relics of the past. Be warned that even your creators are fallible. Digging too deep into your past might bring an abrupt end to your future. Right, and so. It, that's going to go to catac- that, that's going to definitely be part of cataclysm, you know. And it seems like Blizzard has been working on this for a long time. It's been in the works because the more that they study on the, um, the more that they find about these titans, you know, supposedly Old Doom is some kind of super weapon, right. and you know, the idea is, you know, it's probably hidden for a reason, <laughs> you know, like they probably didn't want people to find it because it wasn't supposed to be found. So well, it's going to be very, very interesting to see um, if Amon Duel actually makes an official appearance in Cataclysm, which would be a big deal because he really is like the creator of most of the worlds in the universe, according to um, World of Warcraft lore. So if you actually get to talk to him, it'd be quite an honor to talk to the, the progenitor of most of life um, that, you, that is out there. And that's really um, what I wanted to kind of talk about, I guess, with, uh, with the Titans. I, want, uh, I wanted to go and talk about like one Titan a week and then oh, something else. That would be so, nice. So I think that um, Aonar will be my next one because there's, there's more on her. Um, there, there isn't a, a lot with Amon Thul simply because he wasn't in the game really, and he's only part of like the Warcraft RPG. And so it's tough for people who don't play the Warcraft RPG to really get a sense of what he does. But Aonar is like all over the place. You know, you see her name like on you know basically on every single rock <laughs> um, in Alduar. Um, and so I'm going to talk about her next week, and then something else which I haven't figured out yet, but I'll. I'll find something neat. Okay. Well, we look forward to hearing from that. Um, Lore is really interesting on the World of Warcraft. And there's a lot more to it. You know, we just go around and hit stuff, not realizing that there's a reason why we're hitting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of quests, a lot of quest text that was read. (laughs) Um, You know, like uh, at first starts to, be skimmed over later, and so you miss a lot of stuff. Right. You're like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. I just want to go get that epic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll look forward to this. And, and of course, uh, if you uh, 
have any questions for Glanther, you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com or you can write Glanther at Glanther, that's G-L-A-N-T-H-U-R at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, I hope that uh, um, as I do these uh, monologues that my New England accent doesn't <laughs> spill over too much because some of these names can be kind of tough right. <laughs> to yeah. pronounce. So. I, I've learned that too because we write stuff. You read this stuff, and it's completely different from the way you and say it. And I'm like, it. yeah, yeah I, w- I used to always say Aldum, but it's Old Doom. And I'm like, oops. And I probably say Glantha. He's, <laughs> my name's Glantha. <laughs> Glantha. <laughs> yeah. So people are going to write to G-L-A-N-T-H-A. Glantha. Yeah. All right. All right. But thanks for having me on again. And I'm so – I'm really loving the lower segment, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. Oh, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm a Perlian, and Glanther's Glanther. I think we mentioned that in the main segment. We mentioned that every single episode. Yeah, and I did want to say one last thing. We did get a um, an iTunes review. And I'm going to read that one real quick. And it's from Shug Shug. <laughs> I love that name. Nicerone, he says, and or she says, five stars. Love the content and the hosts. A must for altaholics, the like. The Laura segment is wonderful, and voices of hosts top the bill. Thanks, Aprilian, Asheo, and Glantha. So, thank Woo-hoo. you, Shug Shug. Thank you, Shug Shug. Shug Shug. <laughs> and, uh, Even though I think it's Zug Zug. So yeah. I, I, that's what I heard, but. Yeah, I, I like that, though. Um, and please, if you feel the, mo- the urge, please go and, uh, and review us on iTunes. We'd love that. And uh, now we're going to go on to emails. So, we got a bunch of mail. Email number one. From Craig. Hello, gang yeah. of Control Alt Wow. Just want to say that I've been listening to your show for a while now. And yes, I tried a dual box, but sadly it did not work for me. But maybe next time. I do, however, have three level 80s on Killrock, Tanara, my pally Shroop Troop, my Mage, and Raildon, my Death Knight. My God, talk about picking names you can't pronounce. <laughs> I think he means Tanari is his pally, Shroopoop is his mage, and Rail Dion is his death knight. <laughs> I also have a few tunes on Earth and Ring, Two Totems, my level 30 orc Shami, and the Great Guild of AIE, and Ashbury, my poor level 67 ungilded death knight. And I have to say, so far, Earth and Ring has been a great realm to play on, and the people in AIE are great. As for your podcast, I have to say that I love it the way you can split shows and mend them together. It's great. And Glantha's lore segment is great. Not has not really I have not been really been into the lore. I find what he's talking about interesting and the Aussie. No. I hope I spelled that <laughs> right. <laughs> side with Asheo is great. Australia is my favorite country and continent. Oh, it's a continent. It's both. Yes, and a country. <laughs> and I hope that someday I can take a trip there. And then there is a Prillian. Every time you laugh, it puts a smile on my face. And with her dual boxing ways, although I did see you log off from AIE with a Prillian, I thought, wow, there she goes. And then, but then, but when you mix all three, sometimes I'm off and on a lot. So if you see me, say hi. But when you mix all three of you together, it makes for a great podcast that helps me through my grueling eight hours of work. 
Well, until next time, I have been two totems for the horde. <laughs> P.S. Sorry for the wall of text. Maybe next time I'll have something better to say. Signature, Craig. Thanks, thanks. much. Yeah, thanks, Craig. That was great. I can make you smile, and uh, thanks for all the kind words. All right, you want to read email number two? Email two is from Alumini. 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 There we go. Hello, Control Out Wow crew. I've been playing WoW since launch, and at first I thought Wifagra was going to get me in deep water, but I found a quick way around this. A few months ago, my WoW addiction, I let my wife make a tune on my account, not thinking she would play it for more than half an hour without logging out and deleting a tune. Well, to my surprise, she took to playing like a fish to water. At first, this became a different kind of problem. Yes, the Wifagra was gone, but it was quickly replaced with a battle over playing time. <laughs> She managed to get into the rating aspect of WoW really quickly, and this became a real problem. Since at the time, we only had one computer and one account. Her rating was interfering with my leveling, which is probably my favorite part of the game. We finally decided to fix the problem with Playtime by getting two accounts and another computer and upgrading our internet connection so she could be on rating and I could be on leveling. Nowadays though, we are level- Nowadays, though, we are leveling tunes together in the same guild and we're just now starting to get back into the rating aspect of the game. It's generally a nice thing to be able to look beside you and yell, heal me, heal me, too late, I'm dead. <laughs> you would think that this might cause a problem, but it's really become a running joke that if anyone is going to die in a raid, it will be me and she's trying to collect the life insurance. We hardly ever play without one another now, so if you need to see a druid standing over a dead body laughing, you know that is us. Illumini, 80 Paladin, the Crusaders of Might on Hellscream, and Naitu, 80 Druid, the Crusaders of Might on Hellscream. Thanks, guys. Wow, that's great. That's a whole different problem <laughs> than uh, we've encountered in the past. Definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to work it out with uh being able to upgrade. Gosh, that would be horrible having a fight over the computer. <laughs> and one computer in the house? I mean, jeez. That's, that's sad. <laughs> it's funny how we've all become accustomed to multi-computer fam- uh, families. Exactly. Of course, the big problem now is um, well, who gets the better computer? <laughs> Me. <laughs> so, email number A is from Maitlin, and I hope I'm not being premature by announcing that it's Maitlin the Hollowed. <laughs> he uh, twitted uh, yesterday afternoon that he got the achievement. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I suggest being missing something from last year. Hmm? Yeah, must, have must have just been. been missing something from last year. Yeah, I think it was the Headless Horseman, because I think in his Twitter he sent a picture and it showed him uh, getting the Headless Horseman. And then, you know, and then all the others added in. You know, once you do the final piece, you get, oh, you get this and then you get that. Yep. So, hello, fellas. Maitland here. I love the lore segment in your last show. I, too, would never have thought that the tiny dwarven base in the Barrens had such a big part in the law. Lore. I hope to hear more from Glanther in the coming weeks. I had recently made a decision to devote my wild time to my alts. What it means is that I won't be doing dailies or raiding on my main, but I have to say that I have been I have been having fun. I used to wonder how people can level several tunes concurrently when you have the awesome raids in the end game. 
But I guess I'm in that phase in my WoW life where leveling alts is more interesting than raiding. I had decided to use the bonus level for my refer friend on a druid. I plan on making her a tank to complete my roster of having all the roles needed in a party. For my, ma my mage for DPS, my priest for healing. But I do have a question about le bonus levels and the druid quests. Is there a need for me to do them to learn my druid skills or can I just get them from the trainer? Hmm. Good question. I don't know because I haven't actually leveled a druid for so long. Um, I think you still I've have to do. Did you have to get the the swim thing? Did you have to go out to? Yeah, but they know. might have, they may have nerfed it and just gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you can just train at the trainer now. I'm not sure right. to be honest. I remember that whole thing with having to go out to that sludge fin thing and the barrens and go under the water and get that box so yeah yep. so if anybody knows you know write us at control out well let uh Maitland, our buddy Maitland. by the way how'd you how's your friend do with his uh with his one hour well, i mean one month of uh game time uh just wondering <laughs> while leveling my priest in borean tundra the general chat got into discussion on how to play a priest for in game oh it was general chat it wasn't uh Usually trade chat gets full of that crap. You ever notice that? Yeah, but out in boring, out in the field, you don't have a trade chat. Oh, oh, you don't? That trade no. chat was only in cities. Oh, okay. They say that dual specking discipline and holy would make for an awesome healer in any situation, and that you can just do discipline for doing dailies. I wonder if any of you have any opinion on this. I'm thinking of doing this so that I don't have to save up hit gear for shadow spec. Hope to hear from you guys soon for the Horde, Lakeland, the Mage. Um, let us know. I, uh, of course, that's in-game stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't do that. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people say that leveling discipline is is um, yeah, quite enjoyable and doable. It's right. not the the slog of of having to kill stuff really slowly. And, in holy and and just outliving them by by healing us, yourself. And if so. you do if you do expecting then when people need those healers in an instance, <laughs> you'll be able to hop right in. All right. Do you have a uh, number B? Next one is from Keel Hall. Hey guys, even though I haven't wrote for a time, I'm still listening. I really enjoyed the last show, especially Glanther's Law. That was so interesting. I'd always wondered about the little dwarf outpost in the Southern Barrens, and thanks to Glantha, I have a lot more respect for the area. I used to just run by on my way to Thousand Needles or on the way to one of the Razor Fin instances. Please expand on this as you continue to discover more Lorgy. Since I have last written, I have transferred my Tauren Druid to another server to play with family and friends and also done the faction transfer. I was a bit concerned about a bit concerned, but the transfer went perfectly. Good job, as always, guys. Keep up the good work. Now, for the first time, <clears throat> for the Alliance, Keel Hall, now Nelf Druid Gilnius server, Clan of the Bear Guild. P.S. Have you ever guys wondered if the small crowded area everyone is jammed into before Eye of the Storm smells different to gnomes? Never thought about it until I became a Nelf. Shrug. Because <laughs> they're butt level? Oh, can we say that? <laughs> Sure we can. Yeah. And level, email number three is from Evil Elian, who is also one of my Twitter buddies and who is great. And I'm excited about this. Now, remember, we put a call out to ask about people who uh, played with their spouses. 
It did. Yep. And Aprilian and Shay on Glanther. In the episode 136 of Control Out Wow, you asked for emails from couples who play WoW. Well, here's my response. Hubby and I play WoW together. He had started playing several months before we met back in 2006. So they met and he was playing WoW. So people who play, guys who play WoW actually still meet chicks. Wow. That's not to be it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't a stranger to gaming, but I was more into spending an entire weekend playing games like Civilization or The Sims. I know sounds a bit girly, but what do you expect? I'm female. I will say, I wasn't above luring a sim into a swimming pool and taking away the ladder to create sims ghosts. It's my evil side. Well, who hasn't done that? Anyways, he kept saying he thought I'd like this game. I wasn't sure because the idea of playing with other people rather annoyed me. I don't like to be told what to do. Well, a few months into the relationship, I came down with mono. Ooh, poor baby. I was too exhausted to do anything but sleep. Hubby stayed over to take care of me. So I let him install WoW on my computer to give him something to do while I was sleeping for hours on end. I watched him do several dungeons. I think he was trying over and over to get his pally helm from Sholomont's. It was interesting. He, so he brought his old computer to my house and set it up next to mine and brought me my own copy of WoW to try. The idea was a WoW subscription was cheaper than going to the movies a couple of times a month. And besides, with Mono, I was too tired to do anything else. When we started, Hubby let me pick which tune I wanted to try. I picked a Night Elf Druid. Wow. <laughs> As you did. Hubby, yeah. Well, you usually pick a Night Elf, but a Hunter. Druid. Hmm. I think that would be tough as my first character. Hubby's main is a human holy paladin. So I wanted to stick with Alliance. Well, yeah. You gotta kind of suck it up with that kind of situation, I guess. Yeah. Plus, I just can't play Horde. They're too attractive. Though I agree with Aprilian, there is one female orc face that is cute. <laughs> Unfortunately, you stare at the tunes behind when you play, not their faces. <laughs> Hubby rolled a night off warrior, and he walked me through questing together. We played for a while with these tunes exclusively together, but then I started getting bored. He'd go run a dungeon on his pally, and what was I supposed to do? So I rolled a night off holy priest, and that's who I stuck with. Hubby and I have different playing styles. He loves to raid and do dungeons and the occasional PvP. I can't stand PvP. I mean, come on. A holy priest PvP? That's pointless. I'm too squishy. Well, you mean you can't heal while your PvP buddies protect you? I love questing and interacting with people in chat or vent. I'm not big on raiding, mostly because whenever I get into a raid group, people suddenly think they can tell me how to play my tunes. I hate so I hate so I avoid raiding. I haven't been in a dungeon since taking a few stabs at Kara sometime last year. Hubby and I both have several alts, though I have seriously more than he does. I think I'm at 25 and he's at 10. Wow. Us yeah. Usually we only quest together if I have some quests I need help with. However, we often spend our evenings playing WoW separately, but our on our side-by-side, -side, his and hers PCs. We have lots of fun. He laughs as I crab at whatever NPC has squished me, and I make fun of his guildies in their raid vent. I call him my knight in shining pally armor. We were on our honeymoon in Walt Disney, and Princess Aurora asked me, Did your handsome prince slay a dragon for you? I was able to reply, Why, yes, he had, he did. <laughs> How many girls can say that? <laughs> Keep up the fabulous podcast, Evilly Elian. Well, thank you. That was wonderful. How awesome. Could have asked more happy yeah. stories. Right. And it's an it's a different way of playing. They play uh 
side by side and, and differently. And I, I understand what she says about being in Ray group. I'm I'm exactly the same way. In fact, the only few times that I've actually seen any, and I'm doing air quotes, any of the more in-game, like Kara and stuff, it was with people who were, you know, carrying me. <laughs> and because uh, it's scary, you know. You, you don't want anybody yelling at you, what the, who did that, you know, and, you know, all that stuff. And you know. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Ever? No. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> you say so. You want to get uh, Bitgar? Sure. Next and- email is from Bitgar. Hey, greetings, Aprilia, Ashao, and Glantha, Bitgar, AD, Undead Mage. The last few weeks, my turns got a few things done. My mage got leader, leading the cavalry achievement. He now rides occasionally on the Albino Proto Drake. I still uh-huh. prefer the magic carpet, but the Proto Drake is only Albino. It says Albino. It says right there on the screen. But the Proto-Drake is a nice change of pace now and then. Congrats, mate. Let's, I'll have to look up see what leading the cavalry is. Is I don't that the one where you get is. the 50, uh, 50 mounts? Oh, okay. Yeah, and you get the... Uh... My is now at 80 and grinding out reputation. He's exalted with Silvermoon and Undercity so far. He also killed a rare mob, a first for me. He was mining in Shalazar Basin and noticed an unusual mob. It was <laughs> Loknahak, mate of Harkeo. Jesus. Yeah. Harkeo. Of course, he killed it without a second thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dreading what's coming, but okay. Picked up a nice blue coat, 23 gold, and a rare mob achievement. I never had the opportunity to kill a rare mob before. It was so exciting. The kill was made all the sweeter by finding out that Loknak is highly desirable by some hunters as a pet. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was expecting him to say, and I turned around and there were 17 hunters there all glaring at me saying, I was trying to tame it. <laughs> I haven't been able to write much, but I still look forward to your podcast every week. Keep up the good work for the Horde and for Glantha, Bitka and his many olds. Oh yeah, you could have been in uh, deep. Uh, yes, I'd, if if I'd uh, got the achievement for killing that, and and that achievement spam went out of my guild, and and they found out that I killed that, <laughs> rather than say, "Hey hunters, come and train this," I, I'd be dead meat. <laughs> yeah. oh, ignorance is bliss, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So uh, let's see. The next one is from our um, our hunter buddy. I mean, our rapper buddy, MC McWild. <laughs> MC Wild. Hello, Control Artwell. Fellhan here again, or as the show calls me, MC Wild. Just McWild. listen to you. McWild. I'm sorry. Yeah, McWild. <laughs> you say I MC, did... it sounds like you're going to say MC Hammer. Right. But it actually, yeah, McWild is, is what you call him. Just listening to your latest podcast, and yet again, you entertain us altaholics. I have been leveling my alt, named after grandchild number two, Isaac, but needed some druid time, so started a, a tauren druid too, called Milky. Yep, he looks like a dairy cow. My wife, Sam, has been, le- has been leveling her horde priest too, yet again in the battlegrounds. She enjoys PvP, and... Now that you get XP, she's she is on to a winner. Isn't that funny? How 
the different classes. How sometimes the wife likes PvP or the woman likes PvP and the man doesn't. It's yeah. very interesting. If you are in need of opinions from couples that play, then no problem. We have both been playing for a while. Myself since the days of Vanilla WoW and Sam about six months after. We both enjoy the game in different ways. Sam likes the social side of it and battlegrounds while I like the quests and storylines. Both of us have got two level 80s and a lot of alts spread across many realms. We group together when we need it, but a lot of the time we do different things. Sam may be PvPing in a BG while I'm rep grinding or doing dailies, but we both know that if needed, we are only a portal away to help out. Love the show, and if you need guests or questions on how we play, be sure to ask. By the way, uh, my Twitter name is Orkinzi. The name is to do with my job. Bug killer. <laughs> Keep the shows coming. Well, Orkin is our is the pest control people. I don't know. Oh, is it? Uh, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. And look forward to the next one. Fellhand, aka McWild. <laughs> wow, you know it's amazing how many couples play together that we didn't know. Who knew yeah. that? Uh, you know, maybe they should maybe they should take a different tactic in their advertising. You know, it's, instead of advertising to thirteen-year-old boys, they should be approaching it as a couples thing. You know, exactly. Yeah. And you got Bob the Hunter. I got Bob. Hey, Bob. Hello, <laughs> Pollyanna Show and Glantha. First, let me by saying thanks for such an enjoyable podcast. You help fill the hours of tedium at work. In episode 136, you discuss the fact that there are guns in the world of Warcraft and they, are some, and they somewhat don't quite fit. One thing that history has taught us is that any time there is a war, there is an advancement in technology. Unfortunately, the advancements are usually in how to kill the opposing side quicker with less casualties on your side. With war and constant skirmishes being a day-to-day occurrence in Azeroth, it makes sense that gunpowders and guns themselves have been invented. On another note, my immediate family fits right in with your last two topics you've asked about on the show. My wife and I play WoW together on a regular basis with my computer desk just across from hers. We have level 80s enjoying raid and casual raiding guild on her and a mage, me and my hunter, and we are currently working on leveling up a bear tank and disciplined priest combo. We're also brought in via refer-a-friend program, both of us being referred by my mother. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I'm sure that wasn't supposed to be brother. That's awesome. No, that is. (laughs) I first started over a year ago at about the beginning of last year's Brewfest with my wife starting soon afterwards. We grouped all the way up to level 60 and beyond and my ma got a level 60 mage out of the process. Well, (laughs) I've babbled on long enough. Thanks for the podcast and here's hoping for many more. Bob the Hunter, Priest, Pally, Warlock, Rogue, Shaman, Warrior, Druid, on Moradin, US in the Guild First Assault Division. Oh, bravo. How awesome is that? That is awesome. That's That's got to be my favorite email ever. Your mom got you in. <laughs> and you know what we need now? We, we, need, we need someone that's got three generations playing. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> All right. Email D is from Inrath, my uh, buddy. Hello. Not that everybody isn't my buddy, but he's very special. Oh, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He uh, always says hi when, when I log on, and I like that. Oh, when I see him online. Hail and well met, Gilmates, Aprilian, and Asheo. Greetings, Glantha. Can I, before you go on, isn't it Enrith? Hasn't Enrith. he spelled it wrong? Erinth? 
<laughs> I, I said it as it's written, but it's oh, it is. It, oh, you know, I might have typed that. It's it's an errant. I'm so it's sorry. Errant. Yeah, my good buddy from way back when. My <laughs> good buddy that. I'm so tired that I'm just reading the, the what I've written as being misspelled. <laughs> edit. Uh, yeah. I'm going to edit that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Here we are on the first day of Hollow's End. I've been busy with a great deal of reality lately. But I'm sure you're all well aware of how that sort of thing goes. However, I have managed to finally finish Daily Quest for all the major factions at the Sunreavers Pavilion in both regular and exalted forms, as well as reaching exalted with the Sunreavers, opening those Daily Quests. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, grats. It wasn't that long ago I was looking for ways for a casual player to pick up a title or two. Since then, I've managed to pick up eight, which is pretty spiffy. Oh, and revered with Knights of the Evenblade. Oh, congrats. I'm seeing more and more purple drakes out and about, though not tons of them. I'm pleased to have the nether drake, which did take a while to achieve. So, Asheo, have you taken many folks over the edge in your hog yet? <laughs> or is it just too many to count anymore? Yeah, I, I, have, I was actually, I got an enchant off, off somebody today, and uh, they were in Thunderbluff. So I, I ported to Thunderbluff, and uh, they enchanted my, a, a new weapon that I got uh, during the week. And I um, said, oh, nice ride. Can, can I jump in? I said, sure. So they, they jumped in. I'm, I'm heading for the, you know, where the lift comes up in Thunder Bluff. Right. It's kind of this, you know, the, uh, a pier that, that, that goes out into nothingness. So, so I'm riding full tilt towards that gun. Uh, by the way, could you fly? <laughs> <laughs> and, but then I, I, I stopped just before we jumped off the edge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've managed to run a few um, talk. TLC. TLC. Oh, Trial of Champions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, that one. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that time. We yeah. that one. I yeah, remember the time. Yeah. Fun, yeah fighting, fighting those guys in that place. Get yeah. those things up. Things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Including one heroic one where we kept having issues because I kept pulling aggro. As a big DPS magnet. However, I've picked up a few purple items along the way with TOC. I still have some blue items I'm running with, but I've managed to get at least past having any green items. Good job. As a casual player. I'm not sure what my next little goal will be, and I'm open to suggestions. And uh, here's a link to his character. Many thanks for your input, and good luck in your endeavors. Erath, Beastmaster. Hunter of AIE. Well, um, if anybody wants to take a look, have you looked? No, I haven't. And, and uh, let us know what you think. I think he's doing pretty good as a casual player. Oh, have you seen episode seven of the Guild? Probably. Um, which ones? Which one was it? That was um the latest. Well, it was the latest one for us, I guess. Um, oh, there's one point where they're having trouble because you know Tink's left and they're having trouble getting together and they're using um, uh, Claire's husband. Claire's husband, yeah. Yeah, and they say that they might have to go casual. <laughs> <laughs> Just when they were getting ready to say it, I said it. And, you know, David's laughing because, you know, I knew that that was, yeah, yeah such an evil word. <laughs> uh. 
but I'm enjoying this season. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit different and a little bit dark. And uh, poor, uh, <laughs> poor Zabu. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting locked up in the, in the wardrobe. Yes. Well, he went from one situation with his mom to another, you know, with this chick. But, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, bondage and stuff. We're not being judgy here. <laughs> I'm sure he's enjoying himself sometimes. Or another, yeah. So he looks, he looks pretty good. So, <laughs> not that I know. So anybody that has any suggestions, um, write us next week at controlaltwow at gmail.com. And uh, let's finish out with, ooh, we got a mo-mo-mo moment. You want me to roll first? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's before we forget <laughs> again. <laughs> so we have uh, five. Yeah, two. Two. I rolled a two last week, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, Illuminae. So you and your wife can share this uh, either one hour of uh, fight over it. Fight, yeah, fight, 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 fight. Um, also, you know, we still have to figure out what we're doing with uh, the grunty Murloc pet and the. Uh, yeah, we didn't get any suggestions this week. Yeah, so if you have any suggestions, let us know. And uh, or if you don't have any suggestions and and you think that uh, I should just get it, then don't write in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've already had a few votes for Glanther, so I don't know. All right, so at this point. Or somewhere in the middle of this, I'm, we may or may not have stuck in a segment from Glanther. <laughs> so, well, just in case we had, wow, Glanther, that was fascinating. In case yes. we haven't, geez, I really hope we get another law segment next week. <laughs> there we go. And we know that Blade is out there. We've heard his. I've, I've seen him tweet. Yeah. I haven't seen him in game for right. quite a while. Yeah. But he so tweeted. Maybe, yeah. He's got maybe. time to tweet. He's got time to write. <laughs> we miss we'll him. Accept, we'll accept 140 characters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next week we'll be uh, talking about our experiences with Hollow's End. Um, looking forward to explaining stuff to David and seeing how he takes it. You know, he berated me because he claims that I didn't allow him to do any Brewfest stuff. But I think what happened was I told him that some of the things that you get are like the pets and stuff. And he really, he has no interest in pets. It, it, it boggles the mind. He didn't even think Mr. Chili was cute. Oh. Yeah, I don't even think he even added him, you know, took him out or anything. You know? Oh. And I know. That's disappointing. And what was funny was, though, I had him out when I had my mage in ZF and I sheeped somebody. And I have the penguin glyph. Yep. And the sheep penguin looks a lot like Mr. Chili. Yeah. yeah. All right. So until uh, next week when we discuss Hollow's Eve and the Headless Horseman some more, this is Aprilian for the Horde. And this is a show reminding Aprilian that we haven't yet done my moments. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, edit, edit, maybe. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, you know, sure. I, I feel really bad for Wim and, and um, 
uh, Scott and all of them because they obviously do a lot of editing. And sometimes I do a lot of editing, but so all right, so let's uh we have a Momo moments from Mo Helen. Uh, you wanna read that? <laughs> sure. My moments and it's a slow mo week. Oh, Hello wait all a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not Mo Helen, is it? Is it Mo Helen? Yeah. Okay, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Let myself out. Hello, all. Hope all is well. We're, we're really being bad with names today, haven't we? <laughs> hey, I'm 47. What do you think? Uh, and and my excuse is it's really late and I should be yeah. asleep. Right. It has been a slow wow week for myself because of work. Aeon, I'm going to pronounce that Aeon from now on. I don't like that I in the middle of it. And playing some Xbox. I did want to say a follow-up about last week's email when I wrote about my priest Mo Heels and holy healing or how I or other holy healers can be number one in healing. A show is correct in... Oh, I'll just stop there. A show is correct. Uh, next <laughs> no. A show is correct in saying that it is hard to rate one priest healer against a druid or a shaman or a pally healer. Also, I should have been clearer when I said number one in healing. No, I don't believe it, it is or should be by my or anyone's goal just to top the healing charts. The main goal, as you mentioned, is to make sure your tank or raid does not die and the raid is successful. In spirit of good competition and just personal improvement, the only other way I know to see how I'm stacking up is by checking the heals. I think another thing I forgot to mention was the overhealing stat. <laughs> yes. We healers in our raid group try not to be number one that is in the overhealing as that is not good either. But again, this only came up in our guild where we know each other's playing style and can worry about improving little things and still be very successful. Our guild has been a little slow too, as many people are not playing for various personal reasons. I've been trying to gear up my hunter on Feathermoon and also have a druid at level 18, Zarantor, which I started a few months ago. I'm farming cooking mats for him on my hunter, but also want to work on leveling him. A little mo lore. Zarantor is in names after the NPC Zarantor. As he is in Storm Peaks, he is over 10,000 years old. He was one of the first Taurans to be trained by Scenarius. He has a big lore history, and perhaps Glantha can dive into that later. Zarantor, also immortalized by Nora's Dormu. Let's try that again. Nora's Dormu, <laughs> a dragon with yet another long lore history in oh. Glantha. Okay, enough history for me. Even though I love history, real or fantasy game, even though I'm not really much of a law person. Thank you always for your podcast, and take care, everyone. Mo, Thank thanks, Mo. There's yeah. some ideas for some law. Yeah, we like to hear that. Yeah. Okay, so can I say it now? <laughs> you can say it now. Go on, <laughs> give it a crack. Wind it out. Wind it out. Okay, so uh, enjoy Hollow's End, and we look forward to talking more about the Headless Horseman and all the goodies that everybody gets. And uh, um, hopefully there'll be a lot of the Hollows out there by the time we hear you again. Oh, you hear us again. <laughs> Collect your wands. Have a big wand party. Yeah, have a big wand party. And uh, you can write us at controlartwow at gmail.com. Uh, you can see us, read our show notes at controlartwild.com. And uh, you can Twitter us at controlartwild.com. I'm uh, controlartwild. <laughs> I'm a prillian at controlartwild. And, I mean, at, ooh, I am really messing up today, huh? 
I am Aprilian on Twitter. Asheo is Asheo on Twitter, and Glantha is Glantha on Twitter. Isn't that also, convenient? Yeah. Also, a shout out to uh, you know the folks at Bind on Equip. I don't think I mentioned them not enough today. <laughs> no, we didn't, did we? No, no. So, hello, Wim, Tempest, and the Witch. And uh, you can find them on iTunes. And, of course, I'd like to say hello to Hypnotoad and, and Cypher on The Addicted. Indeed. Yeah. Hip, Hip was with us in uh, ZA last night. He's he's doing very well. Coming along as a... a Did he have his uh, bar set up? He's got his bar set up. He, he had <laughs> he had roles he had to play. He had to get his trank shot out. Oh, was, my God. I almost died laughing when they were talking about the fact that he had to feign death. And he went, where did I put it on my bar? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Although, you know, I have to apologize to him for that bit about, I don't know, he still hasn't mentioned when I mentioned that his, he put his pet away dead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it doesn't hurt, right? You put your pet away dead. You only learn by mistakes. Yeah, and we love you, Hypnotoad. <laughs> All hail the Hypnotoad. <laughs> We should have him on again soon. We should. If, if he still wants to be. All right. This is Aprilian for the Horde. And I'm a share for the Horde. And this is Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take. You like. Me like. Sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace. <laughs> <laughs>